There's an argument that happened between Representative Jamal Bowman out of New York and the Supreme Karen herself, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, they little argument, I wouldn't even be covering that. But it's what she said after the fact that say, okay, I'm going to jump on this one because we need to go back into, it's like the Sarah Comrie thing. She's pulling the, that, those tropes. So let me go ahead and play just a video that they were arguing. You will see exactly what it was. And then after that, I'm going to play what Marjorie Taylor Greene said in her mind, what happened that day? Let's roll that clip. Come on no, now. No, save no, the party. No, save, save America. The save the violence. children. Save the Do country. something about guns. Right. Come on. Order. Invest in education. The border is the border is what Trump left in. What are you talking about? Where are the migrants? What kids? You guys We're accepting them. We love them. We love the migrant children. We we lost them. I'll tell you what's on video is Jamal Bowman shouting at the top of his lungs, cursing, calling me a horrible, calling me a white supremacist, which I take great offense to. That is like calling a person of color the N-word, which should never happen. Calling me a white supremacist is equal to that, and that is wrong. I think there's a lot of concern about Jamal Bowman. So, and, and I am concerned about it. I feel threatened by him. If you watch the first clip, clearly Jamal was not cussing. And I understand Jamal Bowman is a Democrat shield. I get it. Trust me, I do. But when it comes to talking about the tactics of white supremacy, even if they use it on a Democrat shield at the time, we can all look at something, we can analyze it, and we can learn from that. Now, no matter what Jamal Bowman is, if we disagree with him being a Democrat shield, no one should be lying on that brother in that manner. She lied on him saying that he was cursing her out. We watched the video. It was no curse words flew at all. Matter of fact, you was halfway laughing at him trying to argue with him outside because you felt so threatened. Like you said, you could have walked off from him. It's just that simple, but she's the same lady that was chasing behind Corey Bush and uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez always harassing them. So how is she so threatened all of a sudden? But then the interesting thing that she said was being called a white supremacist. is just like a black person being called the N word. Now, that alone, this is why I always call her the Supreme Karen. She is. It is no way you could compare an ideology, a demonic ideology, white supremacy is a demonic ideology versus what you call black people as a whole based on who we are, our skin tone, etc. We are not an ideology. We are a people group. What you're being called is something that people in your group have created, have built America on its white supremacy. It was maintained in the past and it's maintained today. White supremacy. Why are you mad if someone were to call you white supremacist? But y'all have to understand in, in, in white America's mind, this is who a white supremacist is. They view a white supremacist as a proud boy. A white supremacist is a Ku Klux Klan member. A white supremacist is a neo-Nazi. 
for example. And if they're not part of those groups, they feel that they're not white supremacists. Okay. Yet you have the same ideology as the Klan, neo-Nazis, the Proud Boys, etc. You don't believe in equality. You don't believe in that. You don't believe that the distribution of resources should go to all people equally. You don't believe in that. You don't believe that power should be spread out equally among all people groups. You don't believe in that. You believe that your group alone should control and dominate everything. Yet your group alone don't maintain this country. Let's go back to Florida. Right now, you can go show how great your people are right now. If you go to Florida and start building the things as, as, that the Hispanic people left, show us how great you are, but yet you have not done it. You needed black people, and now you're leaning on the Hispanic people to maintain this country because you don't want to go down there and do it because you're so high and mighty in your mind that you, you can't really work hard. All you can do is point fingers and tell somebody what to do but you don't want to go out there and actually do the work. Why are they getting mad being called white supremacists now? Because I also seen that going on on Twitter and even Elon Musk had kind of jumped in that conversation where no one should be called a uh, supremacist uh, of any kind, unless you got proof of uh, this. Uh, the, the America's proof is white supremacy exists. America's proof of it. Look at how black folks are treated in this country. That's not normal. If white supremacy was a normal thing, like just a natural phenomenon, everybody in the world would really practice it. But unfortunately people do practice it. Those who are colonized a lot of places by white supremacists. If you have a color issue or what colorism is going on, that is the legacy of white supremacy, even in those countries. Like Latin America has a, a color issue. The darker you are, the, the worse you're treated, the whiter you are, the better you're treated. You go to places like India, same thing. And they call it the caste system. It's just white supremacist colorism. Where do you think they get that from? That's the legacy of white supremacy, even being practiced in different places throughout the world. It's not a natural phenomenon. It's demonic. Why don't you want to be called who you really are? You do not want power shared equally. You do not want to see the, uh, uh, the, the police be of equal of all people. You don't want to see the judges be equal of all people. You don't want to see the Supreme court equal of all people. We are still saying in 2023, the first black person this, the first black person that why? Because we still live in a system of white supremacy. If we lived in a system where things were equal, you wouldn't say the first black person is the first black person that, Oh man, black people used to never live there. Now they can actually live there. You know what I'm saying? Deal with who you really are. But her saying that he is threatening. That's that same old white supremacist trope that they always use against black men. And I've always told black men, especially in the dating area is that those women are the most dangerous women out of all women in America. Those women right there, like Marjorie Taylor green and her, in her community, they, those women, because no other woman in America 
has a documented history of causing mass terrorism based off of her, her tears, her fake tears, her lies and her deceit. Cause a lot of the quote unquote race riots that got started, people like Marjorie Taylor green in the past started it. And a lot of times they were lying. The majority of the times they were lying, nothing happened or they was twisting the truth. That's why I always say today, the video camera is like the equalizer for black people because if you don't have nothing on tape with these people, they will lie on top of a lie and they know they lie. That's why I said before, if you see them breathing, they lie because that is the nature of the white supremacist lies. They don't know how to live except through lying. And white supremacy also is their culture. If you take white supremacy away from them, they don't know how to exist. They can't listen in their mind. Equality is oppressing them. Seeing black people get jobs that they couldn't get at one point in time, black people moving to neighborhoods, driving cars, taking vacations, living a great life. That's oppressive to them because they measure who they are based off of what we're doing. That's how they measure how great they're doing. As long as we stay down and oppressed, then everything's going great. But if we rise, things not going great. We need to get frantic about that. We got to figure out a way to cut black people back down so they can be in their quote unquote place. You understand? And what they don't like is the white supremacists. They do not like when you point them out, when you shine the light on them and tell the world who they are. Cause see today you have a global audience. It's not like it used to be where only a certain amount of people will hear you and, and, and that's it. No, the whole world know what a Karen is now. The whole world understand what white supremacy is now. They know I get people writing me from multiple countries throughout the world. Even I have white people who write me European people who see what's going on. And you know, I have Europeans have told me many times, I don't understand why black Americans deal with that country. I really don't get it. You say, cause these people just, just, they just so hateful. I've had Europeans say that to me, say like how embarrassed they say they even feel embarrassed by some of the racism they see go on in the U S now we know racism go on in, in European countries. We know that, but what I'm saying is other Europeans that do watch the show, they're ones that have, you know, some, some human decency and morals about themselves. They just see how wild America is. I mean, America is wild. You take a simple argument about politics and people argue about politics all the time. And this woman turns around and weaponizes it on lies. She's lying. That's the thing. And nobody say, Hey, Hey, wait a minute. Hold on, Marjorie. We saw the video. What are you talking about? Everybody just stays quiet and let them lie unchallenged. See, that's why I told you I couldn't be up there. I couldn't be a, a, a congressman or a senator because I guarantee you, y'all would love me because I would be checking the marriage chance I get. She wouldn't talk to me because I had no problem calling her out. Oh, you just so aggressive. You're doggone right. I'm aggressive. I'm always aggressive against the enemy. You're right. But I'm, I'm always loving with the people that love me. These people, like, like I say, see me. I, I, and also 
I wouldn't argue with a Supreme Karen too much because, because you know, a lot of times my energy is just, you know, as I get older, I've told y'all this, as I get getting older, my patience level with their racism is, you know, getting very, you know, very thin. And I've learned the best way to deal with their racism is just to have some distance. I told y'all black people cannot be healed, truly healed while living in Babylon. You can't because until you have a time of separation from the white supremacist, it's the only time that you can be healed. I said it before we need a thousand year separation to be healed from the trauma that they have placed on us globally. We need a thousand years apart after the thousand years. Maybe we can have a conversation, but we need that for healing purposes. We need to get the healing of the Stockholm syndrome that black people got. We need a healing of the raccooning that black people do. I mean, we, we need a healing of all of that mess. We really got to heal because these people have done a number on us and the only way you can heal unless you get away from them. It's like being in a bad relationship. As long as you've been in that relationship with that woman or that man and it's extremely toxic, you're always going to be in, in a problem. Your mental health not going to be right. You know, sometimes you just don't know if you're coming or going, but when you ended that relationship and you got away from that man and all that woman and you got to yourself and you had some time now to start healing because you got away from that situation with that toxic man or woman understand. And then you had the time to heal and then you got over whatever the issue was. You learned what you can learn from the previous situation. No, you're not going to repeat it, but you would not have a chance to heal if you didn't get away and created a separation from that person. And until black people understand that we would never heal as a collective of people in Babylon, we will never heal as a collective of people until we understand that we have to separate ourselves from the white supremacists. And the weird part about them is that if you say, okay, let's do that. Let's have our own schools while our children go to school with our children. They, because they want to keep you underneath their feet, they'll play games with you because unfortunately the majority of you accept what they tell you. I don't know why. Well, isn't that like segregation? First and foremost, why are you in my business? You in black business. Stay, stay over there and your side, stay over there. Deal with your issues. Stay out of black people business. Our children need to go to school with our children because in your system, our children don't fare well. They don't. If black people would just get together and unify and just work with each other, like other groups do work with each other, we can get somewhere, but we cannot heal as long as we having the white supremacists in our mix. And I know it's kind of hard to keep them out of our mix. It's hard because even if we say, okay, this is like what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to open up this. We're going to have this. They will still come and show up. They got to show up in our mix. They, they don't do that to no other group like they do black people, especially in America. We definitely want talk about America. I mean, they go show up, they go all over the world showing them people stuff. I mean, I will, I will say that, but the only way 
and I've told y'all this for us to really have some separation, we would have to get out behind out of Babylon and go elsewhere. And that's the only way we could truly heal because even when I'm out of America for a short time, I'm real more relaxed. Every time I'm filming videos in the continent of Africa or people see me when I'm there and say, Phil, you look so relaxed. Phil, you look, you're so happy, man. You got a different look about you because I'm out of Babylon and I'm on, I'm away from the, the, the demonic system of white supremacy. And I just feel like just, Hey, I, I'm cool. I'm chill. And that's what I love about it so much. It, it's not that the African continent has something more than uh, America on the, in the area of like access sometime, but you know, you can set yourself up to live like you do in America over there. It's going to take you, it may take you some time, you planning stuff like that. Right. But when I was sitting in, um, at that villa in Cape town and I was just sitting there watching the ocean and I was just sitting out there all day. I didn't, I didn't, it was just so peaceful for me to sit there for hours watching the ocean and I didn't have to deal and I didn't have to think about none of this stuff going on in America. I wasn't thinking about anything that for me was true peace. It that's peace as black people don't know peace because even we trying to have some peace, the white supremacists bring their toxicity to our front doorstep. You on the road, here they come with it, with their racism. Uh, uh sometimes you in the mall, you, you, wherever you at just trying to live your life here. They come with something because they have been programmed to harass black people, even, even their children. Cause I covered a story that I will be uploading to the black congregation. Well, a little girl, five, fifth grade girl, this is your fourth, fifth grade. One, one of they, one of they children came up to the little, little sister with a rope and told her that she needs to get to work because she's a slave. They, they teach their children this, that white supremacy when they get into the earth. That's why I told you white supremacy is their culture. You only pass down culture. Ideologists just come and go as, as a person get it. But this is culture for them. So, so people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, they, they learn that in their house. They tell them, hey, you want to, uh, uh, you know, say a black man is threatening. Fake cry. Say he did this. Just lie. We're going to believe you. What kind of society is that to live, especially as, as a black man? When, when, once again, when I am in the African continent, I don't deal with that. I don't even have the potential to deal with that because everybody black like me. If so, if I have a problem with somebody, it's not going to be because I'm black. It'll be just on some regular human being interaction situations. But I'm just personally just getting tired of it. And like I said, you can separate yourself much as you can. You can stay in your house much as you can. Right. But it gets to a time that you say, you know what? I need a complete separation because the nation of Islam taught that the separation is the best <laughs> medicine uh, to, to this white supremacist problem. I mean, that just bottom line separation. 
And you will never know no peace until you start seeing that. And some black people do uh, have that or practice a form of that. And they're a little bit more at peace. You know, at one point in time, and I used to be like that. I was big on the big integrationist thing when I was like younger. I don't know better, right? Um, but what I saw with time is that no one wants to integrate with me. It's not that it's not that I have an issue with people. It's just no one wants to integrate with us as black people. They only want to deal with us for what they can use us for, money, uh, pleasure. That's about it. That's only two things black people are good for, money and pleasure. Entertainment. That's about it. Outside of those things, black people have no use um, to to these people. They don't. Um, and they show it constantly. And even other groups. They're not trying to really integrate with black people either. They're trying to stay in their own enclaves. And that's fine. I get it. Because I've like I heard some people say, lions be with lions, cheetahs be with cheetahs, zebras be with zebras. Everybody's not all together in the pride. That's just not the way it works. Even in the animal kingdom. I get it. Now I know not everyone have a feeling like that. I understand some individuals don't think that way, but unfortunately the majority do. And sometimes you got to go with the mindset of the majority, not the individuals who actually have some common sense. Unfortunately, unless those, those individuals get in positions of power and change the laws. Because like I always say, even about the Democrat party, why, why don't they want to put um, laws against racism on the books? Because, you know, racism could be illegal. You can say freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of speech in this country. You say certain things on a plane. You say certain things in front of a police or whatever. You can get arrested. There's no freedom of speech. Racism should be criminalized based on the history of this country. How is it that South Africa has laws against racism, but America don't have one? You know how many white supremacists be locked up in jail behind their racism? They couldn't say the N word no more uh, or they'll go to jail. Can you imagine that? They, I mean, it would be mass incarceration of them overnight. Cause they don't know how to live without racism. They, they have racism against Hispanics. They have racism against Asians. They have racism against whoever they will be mass incarcerated. Even your Democrats don't want to put in a law about racism. Well, well you know what? Next time you see a Democrat politician, you ask them, Hey, could you present a bill where racism is illegal in all forms? I said, why, why don't we have a law against racism? We know how harmful it is. So, you know, calling people the N word, you know, that's racism. They should go to jail for that. Any slurs you're using against people, they should go to jail. You say, oh, we got hate crimes. No, if you say that you're being racist and you should go to jail for racism, you should. Nobody should have the freedom just to say that to people just because you want to. That's the only way you can halfway control these people. If you don't have a law against racism, all the nuances of racism too, they're going to still be do it. But y'all let me know what y'all think about the Supreme Karen here. Marjorie Taylor green is pulling a Carolyn Bryant. Like I say, it's in the blood folks. It's in the blood. It's in the culture and it's not going to stop no time soon.